0: You scream, I scream. We all scream for Night Scream. <laughs> we all scream at Night Scream. We all yes. scream at Night Scream. <laughs> Get a haircut! Yes! Got <laughs> a haircut, you fucking Pippy? pussy! What yeah. are you, a Quintesson? <laughs>
1: um.
0: <laughs> Listen, Dad, I'm actually a, uh, a Sharkticon, okay? But you wouldn't understand. You wouldn't understand. It's not a phase, I'm a Sharkticon. <laughs> <laughs> it's who I am. Too much energy.
1: Is one of them a squid?
0: Titor, what have you done? Blah, 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 blah. Beast Wars once and for all. <laughs> it's like... Throw her into the compactor. <laughs> well, you we don't need this anymore.
1: Why do you always talk to yourself?
0: I simply have a penchant for intelligent conversation. Yeah, Say, Caliburn. No. Say,
1: Caliburn. No. No, not that.
0: Oh! Ladies and
1: salivation. Kryptonians and Cybertronians. Welcome to another episode of Too Much Energon, the podcast where we talk about Beast Wars shit and we talk shit about Beast Wars. I am one of your hosts, Neocal.
0: And I am your other host, Christopher Siege.
1: And here we are. We are talking about Beast Machines, Season 1, Episode 6, Weak Components. Yes believe it came out October 23rd, 1999.
0: Yes. But episode, before we get ep- into that, episode six of Beast Machines, episode 56 of Too Much Energy On.
1: That's, that's right. I was like, what is it? Episode 125,
0: <laughs> <laughs> 38. It certainly feels that way sometimes. Yeah. I, I like that right now, the, um, the, the, the episode number of this show is kind of lining up with the episode number of the podcast so like 55 episode five yeah episode 55 that's gonna get all fucked up next week but uh
1: all right redo it welcome to (laughs) tme episode 57 (laughs) that should have been the first thing i mentioned it's in the title uh, somewhere i'm sure it is
0: uh yeah yeah it should be or maybe maybe this week just to uh to smite the listeners i'll uh I, I, I won't put the episode number in the. He's description. lying. His
1: OCD is way too high to ever.
0: Yeah, you. You, <laughs> you know me. You know me too well. No, it
1: would. Just it a would, single episode. Uh, of, yeah. Out of the um the format, no.
0: Yeah, never. No. no Even I if I
1: paid you, you couldn't. You couldn't do it. <laughs>
0: well, I mean, yeah. I, it depends I a, how much. I, I have a price for everything. You know. I always say. <laughs> I can be bought in almost any situation. I draw the line at murder. Yeah. Yeah. I draw, I draw the line, the line at, at anything that will land potentially land me in prison. Hmm. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. That's fair. You know, you know what else is fair? I uh I watched a pretty fucking hype uh trailer for the Matrix Resurrections today.
1: Speaking of there's a price for everything. <laughs>
0: And how how many blue pills is that price? Doesn't matter. They go down the drain. They do go down the drain. Anyone listening to
1: this? Like, you've seen the trailers for the fourth Matrix movie, Matrix Resurrections, and indeed, characters are resurrected for the movie. Yep. Uh, Who died in the movies? Trinity, Neo died at the very end. Or did they?
0: But now uh, Neo is back as John Wick,
1: as John Wick, and Carrie Anne Moss is in it, so that they can recreate that bar scene from when Harry met Sally. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: what, what's your opinion? A- actually, the the little bit in the trailer where they were like, uh, uh, "Do do we know each other?" or something like that. It kind of reminded me of the end of uh, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind a little bit. Oh. Okay, yeah, I dig that. Yeah, because remember when they... Uh, uh, after they both, like, had uh, each other erased from their mm-hmm. memories, they they meet up at the end of the movie, and they seem like there's there's, like, a glimmer of familiarity between them. Yeah. Proving that love trumps all.
1: Now, a lot of people were like, hey this is trying to be like the first matrix movie and where they know something's weird with the world and they need to like, wake up, follow the white rabbit, Neo. And yeah. people were complaining about that, but I actually, think oh, really? That's really, I think that's really smart because Neo was like a flying, like, like magic immortal being at the end of the third one. He was doing a Superman thing. He literally Superman, and he chose to lose at the at the end um, to save mankind. Um, Yeah, humanity is a better word. Uh, So I'm glad that
0: they were all huge manatees.
1: We're all huge manatees, one way or another. I'm glad they went with the theme that. Because everything was reset at the end, including, um, including, uh, including the Oracle. Yeah.
0: Right? The Oracle that was little... back. And, yeah. uh, um, I, I like to think that the, the, the matrix, like what the machines did was they just restored a previous backup of the world. Well, this,
1: it, it's constantly saving in the cloud.
0: Well, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: And they were like, wow, Smith really <laughs> fucked this shit up. <laughs> yeah. Um, they, they needed um, Neo to to hard boot it. But well, that, that's kind of what happened.
0: Well, and like, didn't they establish in the the previous? Didn't they establish in what was it the second second one that um, uh, when when he meets uh, Colonel Sanders in the the TV room at the end of the second one? Um, he, they, the film establishes that he's like the seventh, like reincarnation of the one or something.
1: So the one is an anomaly in the code that they can't get rid of. That yeah. is an inevitability. Yeah. And the inevitability, um, culminates in the one and every, the one comes into, to meet the architect event- eventually. Yeah, and he explains to them, "Hey, you and like eight women and like four dudes, you can go and restart Zion. We kill all the people. Do 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 do. We do this every like fifty years or whatever." Um. So he's like, gives him all this lore dump, um, which four, thirteen year old me c- couldn't like fathom. But me at the now, I'm like, oh, all of this makes sense. Yeah, and. I've watched those movies and every time I watch them, I come away with different ideas. And the idea that Neo is just an anomaly that needs to be corrected in the system versus he is actually the one, like he, he's different. He's not just special in the matrix. He is actually Morpheus has prophesized the one
0: mm-hmm.
1: because if you recall... He has odd connections to the machines in the real world.
0: Right, I remember that, yeah. He was able to, like, stop the Sentinels.
1: He was able to stop the Sentinels. And not only that, when he was blinded, um, he was able to see, like, Agent Smith's aura. Because they're both connected to, like...
0: Well yeah, I mean like they're they're constantly like I mean all of them really like they're constantly like plugging their brains into this like computer simulation like it stands to reason that even when they leave like some of that code would still be in their in their mind.
1: Well that's an interesting way to think of it. Yeah.
0: That's yeah, that that's kind of my takeaway. But um I, I like it. Um One of the things that has me like really hyped was at the end, like the, the dude that he meets was the, the guy who played, uh, um, the King in Hamilton, (laughs) (laughs) who was, and he was the best part of that, of that play. Right, right, right. I don't even like musicals, but Hamilton was great. I need to watch it still. I, I've seen the trailers and and stuff and I'm like, you know what? This looks fucking great. (laughs) It is. It is fucking great. Set aside an entire evening, though, because I believe it's like four hours because it's literally just a play that they recorded.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Broadway is usually like that.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: I hope there's an intermission.
0: But yeah, I was a big, 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 big. All the American listeners are like, what the fuck is that supposed to be? Old Canadian lottery commercial, um, uh, but yeah, yeah, I was a huge, huge fan of the Matrix. Like immediately upon seeing it.
1: Like, yeah, who I was, else was?
0: I, I, I was 14 when I saw that first movie. Then when the the second one came out, I was 18. I went to the I went to see it on opening day, like the first showing on opening day. Oh, nice uh like the theater i was living in a small town at the time so it was like a shitty like small theater with like two screens that are like barely bigger than the tv that i own now <laughs> yeah um but like the theater was packed even for this like four o'clock showing four o'clock in the oh, r-
1: really there was that much hype for the first one uh
0: for the matrix reloaded
1: oh reloaded
0: um, reloaded yeah um I re- I remember too. Like everybody in the crowd, like just started cheering as soon as that like green Warner Brothers logo came up. <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Really. It's like,
1: because the first one was so fucking hype.
0: Yeah. And I it like I loved the second one. I bought the Animatrix when it came out on. I think it came out on DVD two weeks before the Matrix Reloaded came out. I bought it like the day that it came out watch the fuck out of it. A lot of people
1: don't realize how much the Animatrix actually connects with Reloaded and um, Revelations.
0: Back in uh, February 2003, I went and saw the movie Dreamcatcher in theaters. Just a fucking... Revolutions.
1: Oh, you saw Dreamcatcher?
0: I saw uh, Dreamcatcher in theaters. And it's a bad movie. Like, it sucks. But... The reason why I I watched it, (laughs) it, the reason why I went to see it in theaters was because attached to it was the final flight of the Osiris short that was later included on the animatrix. So
1: that played
0: before Dreamcatcher. So I went to see Dreamcatcher just to see that. Amazing. So, and like I rented the like crappy, like enter the matrix game on the original Xbox and played through it just so I could see all of those cutscenes. Are all of those like live action because it was like a 35 minutes or so of like live action video that they shot using actors. the game was
1: bad the, but i played through it.
0: it the game was bad but it was like the story was like canon and actually like tied into the matrix reloaded mm-hmm. it was really like it was really interesting like cross-media stuff that they and were.
1: that had never been done like that no, is no
0: not uh, certainly not on that level
1: yeah, uh, the Matrix Online cut into uh, was canon
0: too. Yeah. So, yeah, like you had the animatrix
1: um, shorts, so you had
0: um, the main the ma- movies, the and Matrix then you had comics, the, games. the Matrix comics are canon.
1: Oh, that's right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I, they- I,
1: that cross media, like storytelling, I think is really cool.
0: It is really cool. And the Matrix uh resurrections is like allegedly is still going to like treat the Matrix online as canon, which is probably which Morpheus died in that game. Yeah. So that's probably why Morpheus isn't in the new movie. Um But I mean Trinity and, and Neo died in the movie and, and yeah, I, I said
1: revelations earlier, revolutions. They, te- they definitely
0: died but it makes you want- I, I'm sure the next one I'm sure One like the next Matrix movie After this will probably be called Revelations
1: Right because It, it is there's a lot of whether You like it or not there's a lot of biblical Symbolism
0: well and it just fits it it fits with the the naming convention it it does yeah (laughs) the the sequels reloaded well it's gonna go the matrix resurrection the matrix rebooted and the matrix revolute revelations there we go (laughs) the the matrix res the matrix resolutions
1: oh resolutions
0: (laughs) that could be the name of the last one i'm sure this is a start of uh, a new, especially if it does well, this is probably going to be the start of like a new like trilogy. I'm down. Me too. Fuck it. I don't care. I'm down. I, I'm down too. I
1: can't wait for the millions of people that flock to Twitter to tell me like how bad The Matrix Resurrections is. And I'll, I, I don't care, man. Like it, oh, the, the problem with comparing franchise movies to others is that you're going in comparing them
0: judge it it's valid it. but at the same time it is but like it should also be a film should also still be judged on its own merits rather mm. than like
1: does it tell a complete story is it interesting
0: and another big problem that people have with franchise movies nowadays um looking at you star wars fans um <laughs> <laughs> um is they build they build up anticipation so much for like the next movie that's coming out and essentially like when the movie comes out and inevitably isn't the movie that they've spent the past like however many years writing in their own head writing for themselves in their own head when it's not that they they respond poorly to it. They're like, "Oh, this fucking sucks." Just because it isn't exactly the movie that I wanted, it isn't exactly like what I wanted, you know, Star Wars episode seventeen or whatever to be. Well, you have the
1: the people of we talk we shit about Star Wars all the time, but you have <laughs> the people that complained that it was too similar, yeah, to A New Hope. Um, and then you have <laughs> the people that complain, huh?
0: And and then The Last Jedi comes out and completely like just turns everything on its head. And then people complain that it was too different.
1: It's not Star
0: Warsy enough. Yeah.
1: What people say they want and what they actually want is like factually untrue. <laughs> like time and time again, what people think they want is you ever, you know that episode of The Simpsons? When like Homer no. gets to design a working man, a, a working class car, no, and um, his, I he, he's got that. I, rich, I don't
0: watch The Simpsons, so
1: he's got that rich half brother or something like that out there, and like he designs his own car, and it's like overpriced and it it's ter- it's terrible. What people what they think is great versus like what actually makes a good movie is. Yeah. Uh, what's your favorite matrix-like theory? Either one you've seen online and that you, you don't have to agree with it, but your, your favorite one. If you have any.
0: Oh, I don't. I, I don't usually, especially at this point in my life, I don't really engage with that kind of online discussion.
1: Oh, I don't engage in online discussion. This ju- Just your own Maybe your own. Well, I'll talk about mine. Okay. So one of the big, and and this is my most hated one, but it's it's worth thinking about. One of the popular ideas of why Neo has telekinetic powers and he can like communicate and shut down the Sentinels and why he can see um, Agent Smith when they're in the real world is because that's just like Zion, the, the dirty real world. That's another layer of the matrix to appease the outsiders that pull away from reality and are looking for like the real world. So they give them the second layer of the matrix where they get to be freedom fighters and fight the machines, right?
0: Okay. and so you're, re- yeah, so you're going inception with it.
1: Yeah, and the reason Neo can shut down the Sentinels and see Agent Smith is because he is still in the Matrix. Mm. And because he's, he's the one. And now, as much as I hate that, is it lines up with the new movie because if Trinity and Neo died in that layer, then they weren't necessarily actually killed in, in
0: reality. But when you die in the Matrix, you die here.
1: That—that's what the people in that layer of the Matrix believe, mm. right? Because when you get unplugged, they—they they die or whatever. Yeah, that, but that's just a theory, a well, neo-Cal we'll, theory.
0: Well, we'll find out in uh, in three months when the uh, the the Matrix Resurrections comes out. I'm hyped.
1: When there were rumors that it was like happening, I was hyped. When there were when it had confirmed that Lana Wachowski was taking the helm, I was like double hyped because I'm like, oh, well, it's get, gonna happen now. Yeah. And if anybody else, other than the Wachowskis, had even attempted it, I, uh, I don't know. <laughs> like, how many times has Stephen King not liked one of his? novel adaptations
0: uh many many yeah although he uh got to direct one write and direct one himself only movie he's ever directed and it's a movie that he himself frequently shits on and that movie is maximum overdrive
1: right right (laughs)
0: Which is a fucking stupid movie, but it's it's so fun. I love it. It's it's great, like 1980s, like low budget, like B movie schlock.
1: Amazing. <laughs> I need I need to check that out one of these. Maybe, maybe it'll be a commentary.
0: Uh, I'm actually going to be covering it on my uh, podcast that I do with my partner, based on. Are we talking? Oh about right, yeah. Based on books and the books that they're based. Well, on. Well, there we go. That's going to be coming up some sometime soon sweet sometime soon speaking of things that are hype uh episode 56 of too much On, where we're talking about the sixth episode of beast machines oh we be we be oh we be we be and uh some minor spoilers for uh the well for for a little bit of the a hint of what i might be uh rating this episode at the end um going to say i think this is the best episode of the season thus far this is the best
1: this is the fucking best man i this is i can't believe how much i liked
0: this this, this is a like sh- <laughs> like beast machines has been good so like really yep. good so far so we, far we we're wavered five and, a little bit on the the last one we were like is it too much energy on y- yeah it, it's just barely too much energy on so far we're 5 for 5 too much Energon ratings for Beast Machines, which is a pretty great track record. And I, I feel like uh, uh, episode six, the weak component, uh, might continue that trend. But keep on listening. It's, the episode, it's our
1: favorite episode.
0: <laughs> yeah. Let, let's just wait and see what we get. give it. yeah. No, it's our favorite episode. No Energon. None. <laughs> the deficit of Energon. Uh, so this episode of Maximals uh, running from vehicons opens <laughs> Maximals running from vehicles. Uh Some vehicon jets are, like, shooting at uh, Gary Primal, and some, like, tank or tank or tank drones show up. And
1: an earthquake happens.
0: Earthquake happens. Gary Primal, like, tries to transform, but he can't. Um the ground shakes, splits open, he falls to his doom, Rat Trap grows like... Giant? Giant, like Rita Repulsa was like, make my monster grow and through <laughs> her staff. And <laughs> it accidentally hit Rat Trap? And it accidentally hit Rat Trap. In his robot form, curiously. Yeah, in his robot form. But... Uh, so wouldn't you know it, this is all just a big dream. Gary Primal is... Uh, at the maximal base, still recovering which i I do appreciate the the fact that he like is actually needing to rest up and repair manually because they don't have access to CR chambers
1: no and it hasn't established whether in beast wars they did automatic internal repairs when they were in their beast mode yeah I don't know. If that's inherently obvious in this.
0: Well, and indeed, like they. Uh, uh, Gary Primal mentioned uh, early on in this show that like there's no more like onboard computers or anything like that. They are just organic beings. So presumably they actually have to like rest, like actually like they, heal. They have like, to heal. Live. They have to probably
1: heal. faster than an actual animal. But yeah, they still need to sleep. Which is curious. Um, Wait, quick question before we move on: Did they they did have to sleep in Beast Wars?
0: They did because remember they they went uh, uh, they went went (laughs) wackadood yeah (laughs) they went ape shit literally ape shit that one episode just because they couldn't sleep
1: because they had to stay up twenty four hours. Yeah, (laughs) we can't take shifts. The Predacons might attack. I'm like these people would not survive in the hotel industry. No, <laughs>
0: uh, no,
1: listeners. I I worked graveyards for too many years at a hotel.
0: Too much.
1: Eleven p.m. Mu- to seven a.m.
0: Too much work.
1: Let's just say it was about a uh, a decade.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh. So yeah. Um. Black Arachnea comes in and like tells uh Gary Primal that basically that he just needs to keep resting and orange. Cal for the audio listeners is holding up an orange uh Zevia, can of Zevia. In yes. Breaking tradition. <laughs> oh different flavor. It's not cream soda this time. No. I what feel like I that's done? isn't I feel like that's more of an alphanumeric gag than a too much Energon gag. So people, most people listening to the show are going to be like, "What does Zevia have to do with anything?" Oh, am I always drinking it on that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I've seen, I've seen the listener data. There isn't as much like, uh, uh, like crossover between these two shows as you might think.
1: They must have seen <laughs> me drinking one or two. Maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> What Perhaps. I should do is just pour it into a glass with ice and pretend I'm just drinking vodka.
0: <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Um. So uh, uh, we we cut to the away team of Maximals, and Looney
1: uh, Tune of... beat Tankor. He just like goes off a, an edge and looks down and do 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 do, and <laughs> like crashes.
0: Yeah. So it's Rat Trap, Night Scream, and uh, Cheetor. And Rat Trap's getting chased by, uh, what was it, Tankor? Or was it just uh, a, a one tank?
1: of The Viacon dudes, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. I didn't know, I couldn't remember if it was Tankor or, or if it was just the um, uh, listeners. I only just watched this episode like maybe two hours ago.
1: If you liked <laughs> Guilty Spark in the previous episodes, he, he's got some more voice lines in this one, let me tell you.
0: <laughs> uh, so, like, the, the crux of this scene is basically that Rattrap still can't transform and uh, Night Scream and Cheetor are basically, like, they tell him to uh, stay out of the way because... Uh, and let the, the actual transforming Transformers handle it. Everyone is so shitty to Rattrap in this episode
1: yeah it it falls under that um that beast wars like, oh, people are really mean for no reason to this one character because this character needs to like find themselves, but at the end of the episode, everybody feels bad and then they they pat yeah. them on the back.
0: yeah, it is um it's a trope, yeah, especially <laughs> in children's TV mm-hmm. um. So yeah, and, sorry. Guilty Spark's talking to Megatron. Yeah. Yeah, so uh 343 Guilty Spark is talking to Megatron and uh Megatron is like Guilty. Guilty Spark, yes. Help me get rid of this beast mode. Ho ho. <laughs> and Guilty and Gu- Spark's like,
1: "Are you sure, sir? You'll never be able to regrow it." And he's like, <laughs> "Adults before me did it all the time when we were babies."
0: Guilty Spark's like, this isn't circumcision, sir. <laughs> I have quite I'll have you know that I used a coupon code at adamandeve.com and that coupon code was Energon. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> Can you imagine if we actually got sponsored by adamandeve.com? That would be hilarious. <laughs> <Fucking rad. laughs> adamandeve.com. If family. you're listening, reach out. We we are willing to. we we are willing to to be a coupon code for your website.
1: Oh, absolutely.
0: Absolutely.
1: We Um, will sell out for any amount. (laughs) You got 50 bucks?
0: Boom. (laughs) You got it, man. Yeah. I would even do it for 15. (laughs) (laughs) uh, Honestly, just so I could put like, actually be like, yes, uh, I could put a link to adamandeve.com in the the episode descriptions and be like, yes, use Coupon code too much energy on
1: that would be amazing. The the number too much energy on,
0: yeah, yeah, the number two. Uh, so what
1: is guilt? What's the, the crux of the conversation between so, uh, Megatron and Guilty Spark? Uh,
0: so the gist of it is, uh, Guilty Spark is like, uh, theoretically, this like treatment that uh isn't really elaborated upon at all, but this treatment. That uh can be used to completely remove uh Megatron's beast mode uh is exp- will pr- probably work, but it's experimental. So it m- Guilty Spark recommends that he he run more tests. And Megatron is like, no. Yeah, he's like,
1: hey, sir, um, why don't you deal with the maximals? And then when you've won, fuck around with this. Yeah. Megatron's like, fuck you! (laughs) This, uh, Guilty Spark has uh, quite the
0: personality for being a
1: sparkless drone.
0: I know. And, Mm. uh, like, that's what I've commented, was commenting about before. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so we cut back to, uh, Cheetor, like, using his scimitars and, like, fighting off the, like, thrust drones. (laughs) And, uh, Mother of God. It's that trope where it's that
1: trope where he's surrounded in a circle. Yeah. And we've never seen this. I've been waiting. Like, like a Jedi, I wanted him to be able to deflect blasts back. We've never seen it. He has like no offensive capabilities. He just deflects attacks. But this time, he's actually deflecting attacks back and blowing up the the motorbike uh, vehicons. Yeah that are surrounding him in a circle. So I'm like, okay, okay, he's getting better.
0: So Night Scream does something uh, that hasn't really, like, it's kind of a new, it's a new tactic, as far as I know, in yeah. terms of dealing with the the Viacon drones. He takes out, like, the leader of them, I guess. And it's not Thrust, it's just another motorbike Viacon Well, oh, I thought it was Thrust. It no, has his
1: voice. Be- because, um <clears throat> because it says uh uh game over, kitty kitty.
0: <laughs> okay, I'm wrong. Um <laughs> so he takes out thrust and when he by like converting into his like her- horrendously ugly robot form and like emo doing was
1: a- in at the time, my dude.
0: <laughs> Um, and doing a uh, uh, like sonic blast from his mouth. Uh, yeah. yeah. So he, so he takes out thrust and when he does, like all of the motorbike vehicles drop dead. Which so now I don't think we've seen that before. No, we haven't. We, we've seen the vehicons go dead when uh, Megatron loses control. Right. But, I didn't realize that Megatron wasn't directly controlling the vehicons anymore.
1: I did. Do you remember the episode where he was stretched too thin and he got overloaded and all the drones across the planet.
0: um, Yeah. Yeah. I know. I, I, I made reference to that. Yeah, Yeah.
1: That is why he made the generals so that he didn't stretch out his like processing power across the planet, trying to fight them all. And th- they're kind of like their own CPUs. Well, a bunch of them are connected to the generals, so he does. He has less
0: work. Well, he he made the Viacon generals at the suggestion of three four three guilty spark because independent sparks like uh, independent sparks free will would be a much more efficient way to combat other individuals with free will.
1: I guess I just assumed that yeah they it also was never spread out the
0: processing power. Yeah it was never it was <clears> never <throat> as far as I'm aware it was never explicitly stated that the Viacon generals are now the ones like directly controlling all of their troops. It makes it was, sense. You're right, it was
1: never inherent but they did the the jets all followed jetstorm. Yeah. yeah. And the bikes all followed thrust Right, so I had figured they had some network admin abilities.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. I mean, it makes perfect sense. It's just the uh, the the show until now hasn't really like directly addressed it.
1: Yeah, we we are. It's being addressed as the maximals learn about it. Yeah, and thus the the viewer. Yeah, yeah, it's a good way. And we get some motion blur. We get some, like, comic book lines behind Cheetor. Yeah. And it it's probably the most hype action shot in the entire show so far. But, again, you can't describe these action shots without being, like, and then Cheetor runs really fast, and he, like, jumps really <laughs> high. Like, you've seen him jump high before, but not like this. And, like, he does, like, a triple sal cow, and... And, like, he, def- you know how he can deflect? He, like, deflects them in the air, but he doesn't d- just just deflect them. He, like, hits them back
0: at the tanks and they blow up. Nobody yeah. likes that. No. <laughs> no. And we, we've we gone over that, like, ad nauseum. Cheetor does some cheetor bullshit. Cheetor does
1: some cheetor bullshit. And, <laughs> cheetor some some cheetor
0: tanks. Bullshit. and they, <laughs> uh, him and Night Scream come up with the idea of, like, leading them. Like, basically, uh, Night Scream's going to play possum and lead them over in front of this weird like energy shield thing stargate i don't even, I... I, I don't even know what it's supposed to be but it's like uh it, it's like an electrical grid or something
1: it it should knock them out so all of their subordinates go offline
0: yeah so so night scream's playing possum in front of it and like the the general idea is that he's going to to lead the vehicons over there and then he's going to get out of the way and Cheetor is going to Cheetor bullshit he's going to flying Cheetor bullshit kick them into this like electrical grid
1: in my head when I was watching this I was like but they know there's two of you why would they just forget that Cheetor <laughs> that Cheetor's around
0: and that's what happens well and that's what happens so. <laughs> that's what happens but um so Ratrap is uh like up in scaffolding or something. He's in like a
1: control or in like
0: tower. a yeah, in like a control room type thing. Um, and he sees uh Night Scream being cornered, and he doesn't know oh, the plan. Yeah, he doesn't know the plan, and he is basically like, Oh shit, I gotta do something to help. And he's like, Come on, just this once I am transformed. And he actually transforms. Bada bing, bada boom. I'm transformed. Look at me. I <laughs> wish I could have some uh more heavy artillery. <laughs> <laughs> so he like Tarzan. <laughs> yeah, he does it. Finally. My boy Rat Trap. He's finally, he's finally got the the transformation thing down. Yeah, he he um so he George of the Jungle. I was gonna say Tarzan swings. <laughs> um he George the jungle
1: like swings he, on a he jungle cable. boys <laughs> <laughs> on a cable. Yeah. Um and he kind of fucks up Cheetor and uh Night Scream. Night Scream. <laughs> <laughs> and indeed, like the three stooges, their plan goes wrong. Yeah. Rat trap uh, slams into uh, jet storm and tankor and does he or does he I can't do that from beginning to end because I was just coughing.
0: There you go. Um I, I uh, alluded, I mentioned Jungle Boy a couple of minutes ago. Jungle Boy, the wrestler in AEW. He's actually using that as his entrance music now. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and what happens here? So they, because they just moved, Cheetor's running at full speed. I guess he was going to kick them into the Stargate. Yeah. And now that Rat Trap kicked them out of the way, he just like tackles the air and falls into like the... Energy field himself. Yeah. Now I had thought that that would be very dangerous, right? Yeah. They we're going to kick the, the
0: vehicles into it, and nothing
1: happens when she torments
0: it. No, he he kind of just gets electrocuted, but then all of a sudden they like because they're they're in a factory here. It's like a vehicle v- drone factory. Yeah. And all of a sudden production like ramps up. For that some confused reason. me. I maybe, was like, why
1: does him hitting this energy field make production
0: increase? Maybe it drained energy from Cheetor and put it into the the, the circuitry, the machinery that oh. uh, was making so, the vehicles. So
1: for a few seconds, it goes in like overclock mode.
0: Yeah, yeah, it got juiced and up. But originally, like Cheetor's plan was to like flying like super kick the the, the Viacon generals into this thing. So the same thing would have happened anyway.
1: Yeah. So why is this Cheetor's or uh, Rat
0: Trap's fault? Yeah.
1: The same thing would have happened. Yeah. <laughs> but but here's, here's the weird thing they're all fucky because they're being made too fast. And they all yeah. malfunction and start shooting the, um, the facility. Yeah. But after watching the episode and rewatching it with you now, they came here to blow the facility up. Yeah. So that there would be less drones. Yeah. So, why are they mad at Rat Trap when they did exactly what
0: they were supposed to do? <laughs> it didn't, like, they didn't go about it in quite the same way, but, like, the end results, like. And Cheetor is fine. Yeah. Like literally fine.
1: Completely. I <laughs> The rat Whatever. trap
0: rat trap uh wheels on over to um uh to a control panel and I like that his tail when he's in robot mode is basically like an R2D2 thing. Oh, he can um
1: like hack into yeah.
0: Yeah. He yeah, can uh, I... or like RoboCop with his like fist spike.
1: <laughs> right,
0: yeah, yeah, it just plug, yeah, he can, plugs he can, um, in.
1: yeah, he can, he can jack in, man, he can hardcore jack in, he can jack into the system, the matrix, and that's a little, that's a little matrixy inspired with like um, those big spikes in the back of the, the head, but that's a hacking thing in general.
0: I, I, I think it's more R2D2, honestly, because like R2D2 has that like little, like, Thing that sticks out of him that like plugs into computers and like on maybe like, it's just a sci-fi thing.
1: It's a sci-fi I think it's thing. More I feel an like Avatar thing. I, like I feel like
0: when they fuck each other by plugging their tails. <laughs> I feel like Star Wars did it first. And, like, I'm not usually one to like pray. I was just shit talking Star Wars earlier, but I feel like it's a thing that Star Wars did. First. No, I'm
1: giving nothing to Star Wars.
0: No. <laughs> So it's Rat Trap is kind of R2D2 like. Yeah. He's got wheels. Yeah. So Yeah, so so Rattrap well, is like uh is like interfaced with the computer and uh Megatron's like running into problems on his end too.
1: Yeah, so there's this really cool shot of um the, all the the fiber optics that are connected across Cybertron. Yeah. Big ass things light up. These huge coils of wires and go across the surface and go back to Megatron in like a weird feedback loop, yeah. like an er- like an error. And indeed, it-, it blows his ass up. Like he's literally blown up. And on the control panel side, um, rat traps like electrocuted too. So they kind of interfaced briefly.
0: Yeah. Yeah, they got like overloaded when... Um a couple of Viacon jets like shot the, the computer, control panel, the control panel yeah. that rat trap is plugged into. Yeah. There's a, an explosion and uh Megatron, it's bad news bears for Meg- Megatron and like all the power like goes out on Cybertron. It's uh totally shit. It's, it's not good, man. It's not good. Well, uh, not good for Megatron. <laughs> not good for Megatron.
1: Um, so when when the Maximals are retreating back to the base after their mission and they're going through the sewers, Rat Trap's like, hey, like guys, did you see? I transformed. And he wants to reveal, he's like, hey, I was only able to transform when I was trying to like protect you guys. Yeah. But any wind is completely taken out of his sails because like they don't care that he transformed. They yeah. just immediately just fucking shit on him. Yeah. Completely. They're like, oh yeah, the one time you transform and you pull that stunt, we had it under control, and then you got involved. And it's like, you guys, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> I understand it's a trope and it's like this forced conflict, but fuck off, dudes.
0: Yeah, it's like
1: rats. Popu- like- it's like when two when one popular kid's nice to you when it's just you and him. But as soon as two popular kids are like together, they like both rip on you so that they're they can both be jerks.
0: I can't relationships be seen being like nice that. to the,
1: the losers in high
0: school. <laughs> I've been in relationships like that. Oh geez. <laughs> uh poor rat trap. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, rat trap is like uh like man, don't you guys even want to know like why I was able to transform? It's because like I wasn't thinking about myself I was thinking was thinking about saving you and like they just don't give a shit
1: like who cares fuck you yeah fucking nerd and then they push him over and walk away and uh it's kind of an interesting scene where Rat Trap is talking to Primal like even though Primal's passed out yeah 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 and he what what is the what's the uh what's the gist of that one He's kind of like, "Oh, like you told me that I need to clear my mind and this and blah blah blah. And I just have to say, I am transformed. but this is what I get." And he's mm-hmm. kind of like dissatisfied with his robot form, much like we were when we first <laughs> when we first saw him.
0: Um, I've only ever watched through this show once, um, and it was back in like 2008. So my memory is a little suspect on the matter, but from what I recall, there's a subplot going forward involving Rat Trap that's kind of an allegory for essentially someone becoming paraplegic. Okay. And yeah, I'm going by memory, so like, I could be I could be wrong, but. Um, that
1: that would be from interesting.
0: What, from what I remember, it's one of the more interesting uh, subplots in this show.
1: Well, on Twitter, I still still see people. Uh, I try to avoid spoilers because anyone listening haven't seen this before. Um, but I'm not too too worried about it. Like, who cares? It's gonna happen, right? right. Um, and yeah, a lot of people are like, "Hey, like, shout out to Rat Trap who like proves that you don't need weapons." To be one yeah. of the more effective, like Maximals. And I'm like, hey, yeah,
0: you're right. He doesn't have any weapons. Yeah. Well, and even his robot form, he's essentially like in a wheel, like in permanently in a wheelchair. I got in that robot form.
1: Yeah, I, I got that that vibe too. Um when he transforms, when he's talking to Primal, the others walk in and chastise him. And he's like, But look, guys, I can I can transform. And Cheetor actually shouts at him. He said, yeah. like, "Go back to be- uh, beast mode now. That's an order." And I'm like, "Yeah, Cheetor, yeah, yeah." They're
0: stop. they're all they're all freaking out, being like, basically being like, "You fucking idiot! Megatron can track us!" Like, indeed, Cheetor even attacks Rat Trap and knocks yeah. him over. Yeah, uh, Cheetor is really taking this whole like this whole like Cheetor in charge. Like, he's really it's really going to his head.
1: I like him in charge, I don't like him mean. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, something happens when uh, we've never seen before. uh, When Cheetor tackles Rat Trap, he falls backwards and that helmet thing he has slides forward like a VR helmet thing.
0: Uh, Obviously, this show predates it by like 15 years, but it reminds me of the the helmet in the... um... Uh, the 2014 Robocop remake.
1: 2014. He has this.
0: He has this like right. glass. This like glass like face shield that like comes down, so
1: you can still see. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. That that's what it reminds me of.
1: Yeah, it's an airsoft shield, <laughs> face shield,
0: <laughs> and uh, he
1: gets some like security footage, crystal ball footage, if you will, of a close up of Megatron like being short circuited and like essentially wounded something about his power diminishing under 75 percent and uh he trans rat trap transforms back into beast mode and he's like hey guys i just got like a a glimpse of megatron he's super weak like like we can go finish yeah we let's go fuck him up let's go right now let's go
0: and And they're uh, like
1: haven't you done enough bitch what
0: yeah, they're basically here. Yeah, they're basically like, no, uh we we have to stay here and guard Optimus at all costs. We're not going anywhere. Fuck you. Get out of here.
1: And I'm like, but you just went on a mission.
0: Yeah. What do you <laughs> mean guard him at all costs? Well, they they left Black Arachnia with him, presumably.
1: Okay, so leave one of leave one person behind. I, I know, I, yeah,
0: I know. They could yeah. they could just do the <laughs> yeah, same yeah. thing. <laughs> Anyways, we well enter, and indeed uh, later on in the episode, like they just leave Optimus anyway. Yeah. They, they do that anyway. <laughs> Spoilers for the end of the episode, but like they show <laughs> they, they show up to confront to uh like uh Rat Trap has this like transmitter thing, and they like show up to confront Megatron. And so that like they just fuck off on Optimus anyway. Yeah.
1: They're they're not telling him that because it's Sound advice, they're telling him that just to shit on him. Yeah. I I feel. And indeed, Rat Trap spies on the other three um conscious maximals, um, Black Arachnea, Night Scream, and Cheetor. And they're just shit talking him. Yeah. In like the bathroom, <laughs> in the high school bathroom. Can, and they're like, we, oh my can god. We,
0: can we just fucking get rid of this guy? Like I think the night scream basically even suggests like just ditching Rat Trap. It's, they're all talking shit about him. Yeah, that doesn't sound very maximal to me.
1: No, no, because no, it's it not. not. <laughs> and indeed, we cut back to uh to the weird void, floating void
0: that is Megatron's domain, his, his auditorium. Yeah, and three four three guilty spark gives him a status update. Like uh, drones, like, you're fucked up. Yeah, you're fucked up. The the drones are all offline, like power's down. Dodge. and generals are in living the CR chambers. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, he mentions that. Yeah, and you see them up in like CR chambers that are suspended from the ceiling. Because and that that's a design a- aesthetic that Megatron really likes.
1: Things suspended beneath him ceiling. and things floating above. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, indeed, um, guilty sparks like um, to fully recover will require two solar cycles. And I'm like, oh, we got solar
0: cycles now. Half, half a solar cycle.
1: Oh, does it say half a solar cycle?
0: Yeah. So half a day.
1: Th- that's what I thought at the time when I was watching. I was like, oh no, that makes sense. Yeah. Right.
0: But my I like... first
1: thought, I was like, a solar cycle, a year. <laughs> gonna take half a year
0: but no like i i think in the the, the I, I think in this context like a, a solar cycle is a day half, so yeah. ha- half a day and it seems like it's an middle, entire
1: saturday afternoon if you and will. it
0: seems like it's the middle of the night because it's like all dark out yeah um and at the end of the episode it's dawn so basically like uh it's gonna take megatron all night to recover mm-hmm. um and so Rattrap shows up out of nowhere and like Megatron's reaction here he's like "Ah, oh, so this is how the world ends is it
1: <laughs> yeah he's like this is how the world ends does it not with a bang but with
0: a with a uh, a, a simpering whisper whimper or something I don't know it doesn't matter um, Rattrap is simpering like
1: simpering rodent
0: yeah <laughs> uh, so Rat Trap transforms and is basically like, I'm here to make a deal. I got this robot form, doesn't have weapons, and um, Megatron's like, All right, well, what's in it for me? And Rat Trap's like, Well, in exchange for some uh, some weapons, I'll uh, I'll I'll keep you safe, basically. Megatron's like, Well, what's to stop me from just ripping your spark out right now? Yeah, he's like, What's stopping me from?
1: Just ripping your spark out right now, and he's all like, Uh, oh, don't make me call my buddies. They'll come and get you And he's like, No, I think not. <laughs> you yeah. wouldn't be here unless this was your last resort. And so they kind of go back and forth, like to establish terms, and rat traps like terms are like shot down, and the They end up settling on, how about this? (coughs) I give you some sweet-ass digs, and you defend me for the night. If nothing happens, whatever. But if Maximals attack, you have to defend me. And then in the morning, I will just
0: let you go, and you you can keep it. But Regardless s- but you spend a night uh trying to see things from my perspective and perhaps you will become a viacon by morning. Cheers. Regardless of your decision, you can keep the hardware. Yeah.
1: Ratchabs like deal.
0: Yep. He agrees to it. Um I really like the, uh, I, I really like the, the, the dark silhouettes with like the, the red background.
1: Yeah. Yes. It's, I was going to say, I really want to talk about the, the directing here.
0: Yeah. It's, I really uh, dig that. It's quite well done. So the, the artillery that Rattrap gets is basically a, his own little like mini metal gear. It's a little mech. I, I dig it. Yeah. It's a little war mech. I'm I'm going with a metal gear. <laughs> Well, of course you would. <laughs> it's, it's a miniaturized Metal Gear. Yeah. And Metal Gear was a actually a pretty hype game around this time. This is shortly after Metal Gear Solid came out. Oh. Yeah, this is like a year after MGS1 came out and they're they're not afraid to be topical with their references. I'm not saying it necessarily is a Metal Gear reference, but, but what this he, thing this thing is very Metal Gear looking. But what
1: he is saying is he really wants it to be a Metal Gear reference. Yeah. Oh no, it's got vibes. Yeah. Yeah. The very chonk legs and arms. Yeah. And indeed he flies it around and like blows up one of the floating panels. And rat traps like points the the mech at Megatron and he's like, word of advice, never trust a rat.
0: Yeah. The the Maximal show up and they're like, okay, so we're 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 here to, to rescue. Uh, rat trap from you mega breath and he's like your friend is here voluntarily yes there's nothing to rescue and he's going to protect me oh interesting the
1: rat traps code of honor because he could have just
0: wasted megzy yeah and i guess in this this is just the, the ethical hill that uh that Rat Trap's gonna die on. Yeah.
1: He could have just he could have just uh killed Megatron and ended beast machines once and for all. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and yeah, there's a there's a back and forth. I, I really like the um the like uh uh what is it profile shot of yeah it's, the yeah. Uh, it's of a the, profile the shot. Yeah, yeah. It's a profile shot of um Rat trap, like uh, dark silhouette, very red background. It's really Around cool. Around fifteen looking. thirty. Yeah, I,
1: I fuck. I I like that so much. I, I'm gonna we make that. Dig I'm gonna the make that for the dark. The sh-
0: I'm gonna make that the the show art for the episode. We dig
1: on. We dig on the show for for being dark. It's like ah, I can't see shit. A bunch of industrial buildings, whatever. Um, but in this case, this is really well done. Oh yeah. man, I
0: like that. Oh, sharp. Yeah, looks great. And so uh, Night Scream notices that uh, that Megatron is actually like fucked up because Megatron's like kind of like holding himself up. Yeah, he's like
1: kind of leaning in pain, like lurched over his
0: uh, console. Yeah, yeah. And Night Scream's like, hey, Megatron is actually fucked up. Let's get him. And Rat Trap's like, eh, not gonna let you do that. And there's a back and forth between them where they're like, traitor.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah, which it's Black Arachnia who calls him a traitor. Which I find I'm like, really coming from the ex Predacon.
1: Yeah, <laughs> and I'm like, mm, okay. <laughs>
0: it's like in Beast Wars when Dinobot would like shit on, uh, was like shitting on Rat also rat trap for allegedly being a traitor. <laughs>
1: yeah. I'm saying so, hey, come
0: on now. Dinobot switched sides at least three times. At least three times. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, three. <laughs> yeah. Uh and yeah, so there there's a, a back and forth between uh uh Megatron and Rat Trap and Rat Trap and the Maximals where rat trap's basically being like uh, well, I, I gotta defend him, so just just leave. like they get the get the fuck out of here. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and they don't. They're like, why so you can hang out with your buddy Megatron. And the other maximals, uh, they're handling that really fucking stupid and bad. Yeah. like why are you antagonizing your buddy who feels alienated from you already? Yeah. like maybe don't.
0: Yeah, like maybe maybe be his buddy. Maybe be like, hey, man, we're, we're, we're sorry that we, us being dicks to you, like kind of pushed you to this point.
1: Yeah. But instead they double down on being dicks.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you know, cause that, that's how you diffuse a tense situation.
1: Oh yeah. How you diffuse a tense situation when you're like, kind of like, you know, in the playground, you're like pushing each other, whatever you go, what is that it? What was, what are you, bitch? <laughs> yeah, that, that, that simmers the fight down.
0: So, Rat Trap, like, like I said, they, they had this back and forth, and Rat Trap basically is like, oh, you, you guys never believed in me. None of you ever believed in me, like, yada, yada, yeah. yada. And then something that I shit you not actually made me like choke up a little bit when I was watching this earlier. Yeah. We hear the voice of Gary Primal say, uh, I always believed in you.
1: He steps out of the shadows. Yeah. But before we see that, you're right. When he's like, none of you ever believed in me. You all. Uh, um, um, indeed, um, Megatron has like these propaganda windows. Yeah. Nearby. And he's like, worse than um, hating you. They pitied you. Yes. But yeah. now you're p- more powerful than them. And I did that. Yeah. But it, it's really powerful when you hear Gary Primal's like voice from the shadows, being like, "Well, I believed in you."
0: Yeah, like I said, it, it it choked me up a bit. Me, earlier. me too.
1: I was like, "Oh, fuck, man!"
0: <laughs> like this is it, deep. The the voice acting, like the voice acting in Beast Wars, was great. But the voice, I think, the voice acting is actually like. And like it's mostly the same actors too, but like I feel like their performances in this show are a step up.
1: Say what you want about Beast Machines versus Beast Wars, I think they are entirely different ballparks,
0: (laughs) different animals, different animals, different
1: beasts, (laughs) different beasts. Um, But yes, without question, even the first episode, we were like, "Whoa." Like they're given way more depth here, yeah, yeah. And it, this is another episode where I'm like, oh shit, <clears throat> the the range that they're they're given to for these characters. Um, maybe it's the way they're written. Maybe they were allowed to put more emotion into it. But yeah.
0: I totally agree, Monando. Yeah. Like, uh, uh, like I. I like the the voice performances that uh, David Kay as Megatron, yes. Scott McNeil as Rad Trap, and uh, Gary Chalk as Optimus Primal, they're giving very emotion, like I'm buying the emotion in this scene just based on their performances.
1: Uh, between those three. Y- yeah. Yes. I it, it it's good. <laughs> it's really it, it is, good. yeah. Unbelievable. Like, this is the show about robots that are also animals, yeah. And like, this is this is a really pivotal moment, like, th- this is heavy, mm-hmm. and their voice acting it knocks it out of the park, yeah. It's deep. Like, uh, what, what does um Gary Primal say? He's like, Rat Trap, you don't need any of this, you're stronger than you think, um, you're.
0: Yeah, because uh Megatron like uh shows up and starts like telling Rat that uh you know Optimus is the one that he should be mad at because Optimus like lied to him, lied to him, he uh deceived him, he he made you weak. And Optimus is like, Well, uh you don't need Megatron's weapons, Rat You're stronger. You're, you're stronger
1: strong. than you know You're stronger than any of you know And he kind of gestures
0: to the rest of the Maximals Wait, which I appreciate Like Op- Optimus It's actually being addressed in the show How fucking shitty the other Maximals have been Like it's being acknowledged
1: Yes, I Like it's the Without being condescending It's shaming them for not believing in their teammate yeah and they need primal being the one to address that kind of fixes the problems i had with the episode of them being jerks yeah right like and he he's a, a good leader who believes like punishing people doesn't doesn't I just? I don't even know what I'm talking about. It's just. It's good. <laughs> it's good. Um, and they feel bad. They all kind of like look down and like close their eyes and feel shame. And I'm like, you should. You should. You should indeed. You should feel bad. How dare you be
0: mean to Rat Trap? So, um so Megatron is like to Rat Trap. He's like. uh uh, well, what are you waiting for? Finish them. Yes. And Rattrap is like, well, uh, w- uh, what happened to uh, to not attacking defense? What happened to the policy of not attacking a defenseless uh, uh, opponent? opponent?
1: He's like, Megatron's oh, that like, that was never mine.
0: <laughs> that, that was never my policy. <laughs> no. <laughs> it was his. Yes. Uh, That's the good guy thing. <laughs> um, and so yeah, so basically from here, uh, Rat Trap uh, decides that no, he's gonna, he's not gonna stay with Megatron. He's not gonna finish the Maximals off. And uh, Dawn happens, and Rat Trap points out to him that to Megatron that the the deal was that all he had to do was keep him alive for half a solar cycle. Yep, and. He's like, that's what I did. It's done now. It, yeah. So he's like, so are you gonna hold up your end of the bargain? Are you gonna let me walk away?
1: And uh, an addendum to that, and he says, also, my uh, the rest of the Maximals with, with me. Yeah. And the Viacom generals come out of the darkness.
0: Yeah. And... So we're
1: in this tense moment where it's like, well. Why is he just going to let them all walk away? But he does. He there's this it, tense moment and the music cuts and his voice is very echoey. It, I, I
0: love the voice effects in the show too. Yeah, and he says, yeah, his voice is very modulated in this scene. And he's
1: like I oh, stand by my word. And I'm like
0: damn <laughs> this fucking episode man. Yeah. And uh, yeah, they leave. And three-four-three guilty spark is like, really, really, dude. You you you're just gonna let them go? Yeah. And he's like, yes. There will be plenty more opportunities to claim their sparks.
1: Yeah, and he says something about Rat Trap played a good hand.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, he he makes a comment about how he would uh uh he bargained with like machine like proficiency or something like that. He would yeah. a, he would make a good Viccon, a better Viccon than he knows or something like that. Mm-hmm. He he played the better hand. And man, I never
1: thought I would see in Beast Wars and beast machines like this mutual respect between particularly between rat trap and megatron yeah (laughs) i fuck i i really like that like this is a better episode than a lot of movies are, are even good like damn
0: yeah this Ooh, really uh,
1: good stand standalone episode. If you just caught this on TV and no other Beast Machines, this would impress me.
0: Yeah, I'd be, I'd be hooked. And indeed, um, I'm, I'm hooked now. This, this is. Uh, uh, we'll get into the ratings. We might as well get into the ratings. Uh, yeah, the
1: Maximals walk off, and uh, and then there's another silhouette shot as the yeah. the sunrise hits, and they just walk away in their Beast modes.
0: Yeah. So, uh, and that's the episode. Let's, let's get into the ratings. Yeah. Uh, why, don't you, why don't you tell the listeners about our rating system? Uh, we have three
1: points on our rating system. Uh, it goes from not enough energy on, a sufficient amount of energy on, to too much energy on. It's basically like bad, okay, good. In, in that region <clears throat> I shall I go first or shall you uh I shall go first
0: yes, let, let's get the siege report uh I'm giving this episode a very high too much energy probably the highest too much energy on rating i can give uh this is the the best episode of beast machines thus far hands down and if i was doing a top 10 of beast wars and beast machines episodes together which who knows maybe we'll do on this podcast one day um this this would be in the top 10 i think if you're even taking like both shows together this is this is
1: i can confidently say that
0: (laughs) this is one of the the best episodes uh in this entire franchise. I agree.
1: I am was pleasantly surprised.
0: And, like, there are little, like, plot details we can nitpick. And we did. Like, we, we found some, like, little plot holes, like, uh, here and there throughout the episode. But, like, just as a whole, like, this is uh, the... There's fantastic uh, character development for Rat Trap in this episode. And even for Megatron, which is... I- Not what I was expecting when he was basically just, uh, you know, space Hitler for the first few episodes. Yeah, Uh, but yeah, uh, too much energon. Um,
1: Yeah, I'm just gonna mirror like everything you said. Like I was kind of shocked at how how good this all was. So it it also gets a too much energon rating. For me, but probably, yeah, w- without needing to think very hard, it's the my favorite episode of Beast Machines. Again, uh, like, we can nitpick the trope of them all being mean and the combat scenes and all that stuff, but, like, name one goddamn episode of Transformers that has no yeah. error, that has no problems in it.
0: Yeah. Doesn't uh, exist. Real quick, I just wanted to point out that I looked up the director of this episode because he actually has a Wikipedia page. Oh, uh, his name okay. is Andrew Curry. Uh, he's from Victoria. Hey, he's he's
1: from the city we live in.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's from Victoria, British Columbia. Rad. Yeah. Shout out to that guy. Uh, he The last thing he directed was a comedy in 2015 called uh, The Steps. Hmm he's not like he's not a big time director or, or anything like that but he's directed a he's directed like a half dozen movies over the years oh good good good, dude <laughs> yeah sweet yeah fuck yeah! and it looks like this was some of his early work
1: okay cool
0: so well, now it now job, it makes, man we dig it yeah, like I, I guess it makes sense why this episode actually had some like very stylistic shots in it.
1: Cause an actual director. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> movie di- or soon to be movie director. Yeah. Directed it.
0: Yeah. Damn. Uh so uh yeah, that has been uh uh the sixth episode of Beast Machines, uh the weak component. Uh best way to support the show. Patreon, patreon.com slash lasercomb, l-a z o r c o m b starting at the five dollar tier. You get hours each week of uh bonus preamble audio uh, of us kind of just shooting the shit, like talking about like kind of behind the curtain, like production stuff, yada yada. Ten dollars and up, you get uh our monthly. Uh, Too Much spin spinoff of this show where we talk about the 2021 IDW Ongoing Beast Wars comic book, one issue at a time. Uh, you also get our weekly news program, uh, Laser Comb Tonight. And uh, there's a $25 tier, which uh, gets you a t-shirt. It gets you our monthly Too Much Commentary, commentary track. It also gives you the ability to pick a show that we uh, will talk about a random episode of on our brand new podcast the laser comb podcast so go and check that out
1: yeah the laser comb podcast where we have covered uh <laughs> dark oracle of all of all things yeah show and neither of us had ever patron. heard on
0: and it was a it was our our uh 25 patron who pitched that to us and uh and i loved that it ended up being really good so I lo- if i loved that so, if if you want us to talk about uh, just about any show you want, go to patreon.com and subscribe. Patreon.com slash laser comb and subscribe at the $25 tier. Um, follow us on social media, facebook.com slash too much energy on or facebook.com slash laser comb. Follow the show on Twitter. At Too Much Energy On, or you can follow me at lasercomb l-a-z-o-r-c-o-m-b, and you can follow cal at neo underscore cal with a K. That is correct. Uh we Finally, w- after
1: all these years, my username is relevant.
0: <laughs> uh, we will be back next week with a very special episode of Too Much Energy where we're taking a week off from Uh, from talking about Beast Machines because uh, next week the date of recording will be uh, September 16th of 2021 which is 25 years to the day of the original air date of the first episode of Beast Wars so we have a big supersized episode of the podcast planned Uh, we're going to be actually be for the first time ever recording it uh, in the same room live in studio it's too much energy <laughs> uh we're gonna have a, a couple guests on the show uh we're gonna be like counting down our uh we're g- our top 10 favorite episodes of beast wars we have some other segments planned and there's also something very special that we recorded recently um and Can't i'm still not that. gonna re- not gonna reveal what it is but it's it's something really cool and something i never in a million years thought uh i would actually get to do it's uh, it's a it's a bucket list type it's
1: something i never thought i would ever get to do yeah or that we were popular enough to do but the christopher siege (laughs) christopher siege (laughs) provideth so and you know what um I will save my um, uh, siege gushing for the, the 25th anniversary, but uh, I good job. Uh, th- thanks for, thanks for, thanks for doing this with me. Thanks for producing all this. It's been really fucking fun.
0: <laughs> well, and thanks for doing it all with me. And we've still got plenty more uh, in store. So we're, oh, yeah. we're only taking one week off of beast machines. Um, uh, for this special episode of the podcast, uh, it's going to be hype. <laughs> it, it's it's going to be really really cool. I've got uh, lots lots of cool stuff uh, lined up, and some more some more things uh, TBA. Uh, we'll be jumping back into Beast Machines uh, in two weeks from now with uh, the seventh episode of season one, Revelations Part One, Discovery. Beast Machines Revelations. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Did you th- know
1: that they watched The Matrix? <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's funny that we've been uh, we've been joking about that for the past like six weeks that we've been re- uh, reviewing Beast Machines and like it's kind of coming full circle to us like spending like twenty minutes talking about The Matrix at the beginning of this podcast.
1: Well, well, indeed, earlier in the episode. Um, I said revelations instead of revolutions.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, that about does it for episode 56 of Too Much Energon. I've been one of your hosts, Christopher Siege. And as usual, I am Neo Cal. And until next week, I am transformed.
1: I am really transformed. <laughs>